she raised me to be. Um, Jane was more in a the hood, and so like see the way I was raised was you respect everybody, especially adults. Now with that being said, one to disrespect you. Now that, that's different. That's different ball game. And, and that's where me and Jane we we were just raised differently on that area. Yeah. And so like I do remember James and James remember the call whenever he I don't know if he went home after that. Yeah, I went home. Called yeah. mad. Yeah, he went, home. <laughs> he went home, and I called him. I said, like I said, I was mad. And I told him, I said, man, I said, you know how that church is. I said, you so the conservative, man. I said, you ain't gonna change them. And I told him, I said, man, if you do that again, you ever quit, like talk down that man again? I said, you no longer welcome to my my house. And I remember him telling him that. You remember when I said that? Because I felt like in a way, like at the end of the day, like you know, respect the man of God. You know, and that's how I was just raised to be, and especially with the culture and the environment there is you respect the man of God. You don't question him. You don't do. You respect him regardless. And so that's how I was raised to be. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say, yeah. Now, what he just said, there's also a core difference between us. Culture difference. I, I was not. I was raised. Like I said, you respect your adults. With that being said, you don't let yourself be disrespected by nobody. You Nobody walk over you. I don't care who you are. You nobody walk over you. That's how I was raised. Also, I was raised. Keep that same. I say it all the time. Keep that same energy. If you disrespect me in private, I'm gonna disrespect you in private. If you disrespect me in public, I'm gonna keep that same energy. Uh, and then you know how you say you know you some question man of God so on and so forth. I would my look, look, I, <laughs> look. I mean, this is how this is how I was raised. My grandfather, my grandmother, they all told me the same thing. They said you always ask questions. They said don't do anything because somebody told you to do it. You always ask questions. They said because if you do something without knowing why you're doing it, they can put you in a world of trouble. Hmm. And also, this is one of my favorite quotes I heard growing up, and it was, you always ask questions. If you don't, you're going to end up like them people with Jim Jones drinking that Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, I always, I don't care. I, I, gotta, I have to know why I'm doing something. And if you tell me to do it, I want to know why. Because if I'm doing it and I don't understand why I'm doing it, am I truly even doing it? You feel me? It's just... Yeah. Anyway. So, after that, you know, I apologized to him. Uh, I thought I thought he accepted it or whatever. I later found out that he didn't he didn't think it was real or whatever, but that that's not... Anyway. Uh, so, I think maybe a month. It was actually, it was really soon. Maybe a month or two later after that. Yeah, uh, I, actually, I actually knew about that. You about to get into the part about the youth pastor. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me say this. So, my youth pastor, it was right around the time I was working at the church. And my youth pastor told me that, hey, I'm going to talk to James. You know, you know what he did at, you know, at the conference was wrong. And I agreed with him. You know, I did. And I said, yeah, I said, I know. I said it was messed up. And he said he was going to take him out of the youth group. And I understood that. And so I, I already felt like in a way like, you know, there's always going to be consequences for your actions at the end of the day. You know, you're always going to have the take it on the chin like a whooping. You know, when you get when you do something wrong, you're going to get a whooping for it. So I, I knew there's going to be consequences for the actions and stuff like that. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That was yeah. all it. Right? Well, so yeah, and also, you know, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm a firm believer. My grandfather always told me, he said, every time you do something, you write a check. And he said, at some point, it's going to get cashed, whether good or bad. Everything you do got a consequence for it. So, 
He know, of course. I, I knew something was gonna happen because, like I said, a couple weeks went by, maybe a month. Doesn't happen yet. I'm like, that's weird. Something gonna happen. And so I, I, I remember. I was working at a, a haunted house. This point, actually, I was at work. I remember. I was working. Uh, I got a phone call from a. At that point, uh, you could call her my best friend. I got a phone call from. Her. I'm at work. She know I'm at work because I, I literally right before I clocked in, I told her I'm going to work. You know, you know I'm at work. And I saw the phone call. Now, of course, I didn't answer it because I'm at work. And so I, I hang up. I'm like, whatever, bro. I, I'll call you back later. Uh, she called me again. I'm like. Bruh, you know I'm at work. So I hang up. Then her mama called me. Now her, her mama never called me. I'm like, this is suspicious. So I answer, but I'm in a haunted house, so music's loud. There's just lots of stuff going on, so it's a haunted house. So I couldn't hear. I said, okay, hey, I'll call you back when I get off. And I hung up, whatever. So I worked. I got off probably like 12 or 1. So I get home. I call my friend. I'm like, hey, what's, what's, what's going on? Like, what's up? You know, and she tells me, oh, well, our youth pastor, uh, he called my parents and said, you know, that we they shouldn't pick you up for church no more. Uh, they shouldn't allow us to hang out with you no more. Um, you know, they think you're a bad influence on me and my brother and so on and so forth. And look, anybody who know me, they know I, a lot of things I don't care about. It's a lot of things. I I let roll off of me. But when you start messing with my family or people I consider family, now you're taking it too far. Like I told y'all, bro, I'm from the streets. I'm from <laughs> the streets, bro. Like I, I want to understand that if y'all can understand where I'm coming from. Where I come from, we all broke. We ain't got no money. We all on Section 8. We all on food stamps. We poor. We poor. All we got is family. That's it. That's all I got. I ain't got no money. Shoot, all I got is my family. So when you mess with that, you you uh you playing a game that you don't want to play with me. And so I, I'm listening to this. I'm just like, no, nah, ain't no way. I, I, ain't no way. Y'all called. First of all, you never came to me. You never, you all talk about being a man, but at that point, they never, they never came to me. I'm just like, I can't believe, I like, it's just so much. And then I was just, my mind was everywhere. I'm like, okay, the women behind my back, they didn't come to me, they lied on me. It's just so much. And so, uh, I was like, man, but we got off my phone. I was hot. At that point, I called my girlfriend, I was with, I told her, man, I was going off. You feel me? I was, I was hot, man. I was heated. You know, and then she's like, well, just, just, just sleep it off, sleep it off. At this point, so went the next day. I got off 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, so went it at uh, 9.30, when I usually be there, 9.30. Now, at this point, I don't miss so I don't, I don't miss. I'm there. Thursday, Saturday, I'm there. But that, that morning, I, I couldn't make myself go. I just, mm-mm, mm-mm, I ain't going. Nah. So, I remember I sent a text message to my youth pastor. I remember everything you said, but I remember on the lines of, I was like, look, I don't like what you did. I want the fact you went behind my back and you lied on my name to people out to the family. I said, you always talking about being a man and talking it out face to face. I said, but as far as I'm concerned, you ain't no man. Because you can go on my back. This multiple times at this point, he, been, he went behind my back. And, you know, I, I told him that. I said, now, with that being said, if you, if you want to talk about it, you know where I live. You know, and now should I say it like that? Of course not. 
like I said, at that point, I was making a lot of stupid choices with my words. Because I was from the streets, man. That's all I can say, bro. <laughs> we, we blunt with each other. I don't got time for this little rink of dink and let me go around here and make you feel good about yourself. No, that ain't the go. <laughs> I'm here to talk to you. I want you to know exactly what it is. I don't I'm not that guy, okay? I'm not gonna call you and build you up on you bad news. No. I'm calling you to give you bad news. I'm gonna give you bad news. That I don't got time for this extra stuff. I don't got time for it. And so uh he did, he never takes me back, never called my phone. He called my mom's actually. He called my mom. My mom, I was actually downstairs playing, I think Saints Row or something. I was playing the game. Mom like, hey, that man will be over here. <laughs> that little like I told y'all in the prior episode. My mama do not like that shirt. She say it's a coat. My mama has never liked the church. Ever. She's never liked it. Uh and she definitely liked my former youth pastor. Did not like him. I go get to what she say, but she didn't like. Him. And so she like that man will be over here soon. And I was like, what man? You can't say that man. What man? And, Yo, you pastor. And she butchered his name, but I ain't gonna say it. She just built funny. She messed it up. She messed it up so bad. But uh, basically, came over, sat on my couch with uh, another person at the church, no member of the church. And uh, you know, he just, you know, he just told me. Uh, as I think a, you missing the part. Well, what part I'm missing? When he called the other member. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he had made with the same time he made that phone call. He made phone calls to pretty much everybody at the church that I associate with. Honestly, like hmm. he made phone calls to other family of the church because I didn't have a car. I was a teenager. Hmm. I still, I still ain't got no car. But then I had a car back then. He called other members in the church and well, told associate them, with them. and told them the same thing. Do not pick James up for church. That's already been said before. I I knew nothing about it, and so. And that's probably was missing. So he came to my house and he just told me, look, from this point on, you are not allowed at the church. You know, he was telling me it's coming from my pastor. I was not allowed at the church. I cannot come back to church. I cannot sit on a church property. And I was just like, no, first he told me I can't have a youth group. And I was like, praise the Lord. Like, I did not care about that. I, I wanted to be going out of that youth group. It was horrible for me. But then he said, I got out the church. Now, that part hurt. You feel me? I'm like, dang. Like, <laughs> dang. <laughs> you know, you feel me? Like, I love that church, man. So hearing that, it, it, it was hard, you know, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And so I, it's more to say, but I ain't really going to get into that. I got in trouble last time talking about this. Now, I can't get in trouble this time, but I just, I'm just, I'm just going to move on. I'm just, I'm just going to move on. And so I, I told that part of the story if y'all can understand why at the end of the story it I, I refer it's to similar. It. Yeah, it's very similar. similar. It's almost yeah. identical. Um so let's move forward. You know, all these years. Uh I came back to the church last year. From day one, I didn't want to be there. <laughs> I didn't want to be there. Come back. <laughs> I can't I came back. <laughs> I came back, but part of me wanted to go back. But then when I touched foot on that property again. I was just like, ugh, no. And then you know, I, I, I was sitting in the service. I'm just like, it just, I could, I just didn't. Some were just gnawing at me. Some just, I just didn't feel right. You know, I, I, I just, some about it didn't feel right. And then I'm just like, I also noticed some stuff that didn't change. Let's say like that. Sometimes, sometimes the church didn't change. I noticed that immediately. I'm just like, this is the same church it was four years ago. Uh, 
And so, you know, I was there for a few months. Nothing really changed. I was trying to make myself like it, but I couldn't. I just, I don't know, something was just bothering me. And then, you know, uh, I had spoke to uh, a member at the church. And, you know, he told me, he was like, look, he said, you got a lot of memories here, good and bad. He said, you got a lot of good memories, a lot of bad memories here. He said, you know, maybe, he said, just change up what you're doing. Don't go straight from here to there. Hmm. Uh, you try to do this different. He said, you know, stop here. Talk to this person. He said, just try to break it up a little bit. Maybe the routine is messing you up. I said, that's some, that's some good advice. That's some good advice. And so then I also talked to a person that come, that uh, person later on kind of is same person as they dealt with. Uh, you know, he told me, you know, maybe it's something here that God trying to let you know and you don't want to know. And I was like, that, that's good too. And so for the next few months, I just prayed and was like, well, God, what are you trying to tell me? I don't, I don't like it here. I don't want to be here. I want to leave. Um, and, you know, I just kept praying about it. And then finally one day something clicked. Basically, I put together the two things of advice. I did stuff differently, and I also wondered why am I not happy? And then boom, I put them together, and it all just came rushing back. Uh, that church where I surrendered to missions at. When I left that church, you know, I, I tried everything I could to forget about the fact that I was called to mission. I did everything I could. I, I tried to get into this career path, go to the college for this. I, I tried everything, and every time, right before I'm about to get in the door, get good. God just shut it, slammed it in my face. God slammed the door in my face. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess it won't work out. And so, you know, I was just praying and I would pray to God, like, look, Lord, whatever you want me to do, whatever you want, you want me to do, I'll do it. Just, just tell me, what, is, what do you want from me? You want something from me? Just let me know what it is. And um, every time I prayed it, it basically the same thing. God was just like, you, you know what I want from you. You you know what it is. You just choosing not to accept it. But you, but you know what it is. And, you know, I just like, ah, it still can't be missions. You feel me? That ain't it. And so I just kept praying and kept praying. And like I said, every time the answer was the same. You, you know what it is. Just accept it. You know you know what it is. You know, one day I finally just accepted it. And I rededicated my life to missions. And when I did that, the peace just overcame me, man. The, the, the peace overcame me right then and there. And I was just like, so this is what I've been I've been fighting. Uh, so after that, I felt much better at the church, but I still happy. I, I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't say I was happy, but I definitely felt much better. Um, so things were going really good actually. I was I was there at church Wednesday. I was soul winning Thursday. I was bus visiting Saturday. Sunday I was at church. I was there every time. If it, if the church was open, I was in the door. Uh, things were going really good, really great, and then. Isaiah happened. Uh, you know, me and Isaiah started the podcast with yeah. our co-host, and at first, no, no issue. Like, really, we had no flat, no, no, everything was going good. And then we spoke on lordship. We spoke on lordship. I believe in May. I believe. I think May was when we made the first episode. Um, so we we spoke on that then. No, no flack, no issues. At this point, Isaiah is already going through his battle with him. 
he's already doing like the story he told y'all was already happening it's already playing out yeah this whole time I'm hearing about this and I'm just like dang bro that sucks like it does I, I know how you feel I was there at one point but you know that's his battle I'm not gonna get involved in that yeah so I just kept my head down I kept moving doing what I was doing and then that a good old fateful day came <laughs> the good old fateful day came um the person um, the person he dealt with um, you know they I think they had texted me maybe messaged me on Facebook I don't remember it was one or two and they were trying to have a meeting with me I I just didn't reply because I didn't I didn't feel like it I mean it's just and before he gets into it this is right around the time whenever I was setting up my meeting um, and mm-hmm. I exit out of my former church yeah it was about the same time and so I was just I didn't reply. It wasn't no reason. I just didn't feel like replying, so I didn't. I honestly, I didn't reply, then I forgot to reply. <laughs> this is honestly what happened. And then he showed up at the place I was staying at that point, which I ain't going to lie. kind of offset me a little bit. Because, like, why, why are you here? Like, don't do that. Don't don't stop by the house I'm at. Try to talk to me, because I don't want to talk to you if I didn't reply. Um... But it made sense. He dropped somebody off, so it, it understood. And you know, he said, "Hey, I just want to meet with you in the morning." Blah blah blah. Just come by now. I said, "Okay, cool, whatever." Just okay. I'll be there for the meeting. I got I got there late. I, I got there late. Um, when I got in the meeting, you know, as always, he just, he he butters you up. He but you know that that's just his style of. Yeah, everybody, everybody has your own style. Like I yeah. told y'all, that ain't my style. <laughs> but I get it. I understand. He, he tried to, you know, just get a conversation going. I get it. You want to go right into the nitty gritty. You want to get right into the problem. I'm sure the guy that butters up too, like mm-hmm, he is too. So ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just his style of doing it. I hate it though. I hate, but don't butter me up. Bro. <laughs> no, I ain't no biscuit. Don't butter me up. <laughs> just throw me in the fire. Just throw me in there. You know what I'm saying? Be like them biscuits that touch you, you know, them nice greasy buttery biscuits. Or them Lisa chicken biscuits? <laughs> Not Popeye biscuit. I'm like, yeah. biscuit. <laughs> you chuckle though. <laughs> anyway, um, them dry biscuits. Yeah. Biscuits, boy, dry. There's a bone, but um, they got good chicken though. Chicken be smacked. The but you know, he, he, he we had a like actually a little quick conversation beforehand, and um, then you know he was like, "Yeah, are you familiar with Isaiah's podcast?" Thank you, like, he asked me that question. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, bro, that's the dumbest question you ever asked. Sorry to stop you. The crazy thing about it, I did not know he was having a meeting about this before he had a meeting with me the same day. I did not know at all. I did not know at all. So, go ahead. You know, so he asked me if I knew about this podcast. Now, I said in my head, I'm like, that's a dumb question. Because I've been on every one since it got created. Yeah. And so, I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I, I j- just, just to be challenged, I was gonna say no. I'm a very childish person. I like to play too much. I was about to say no. That's like James. Just tell him, man, yes, we, we can get we can get out of here. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've told him I said, I've been on every episode. Yeah, of course. And then you know he was just like, you know, uh, something Isaiah said on there was, you know, he felt like it was attacking the church, attacking my inner church, so on and so forth. And I'm just like, no, that's that's not true. That's that's not what the podcast is for. It's not what it's made for. Uh, that's not the purpose of the podcast. You know, you know, he kind of kept going on for for Isaiah about Isaiah for a little bit. And, you know, Isaiah's post on Facebook, so on and so forth, just saying that what Isaiah says it, it hurts the cause of Christ. They're gonna attack the church, so on and so forth. And I was just like, I don't think I got nothing to do with me. So I wasn't replying too much, kind of nodding my head because that ain't me. That's Isaiah. I'm James. 
Isaiah James. See, ain't the same person. Um, and so I kind of just left. I kind of just like, okay, yes, sir. Okay, yeah, 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 I understand. And then he like, you know, and on I saw you on this last last episode. I, I don't remember, so I'm not going to try to put words in the man. I don't remember what he said, but Isaiah had said something, I guess, that was controversial, and he said, I nodded my head when he said it. And he's like, do you believe that? I'm like, well, yeah, in, in some ways, yeah, I, I believe that that's, that that's true. And, um, and then he was like, he asked me about, because I had briefly, like briefly said, I got kicked out, just real fast. I forgot why I said it, it was real quick. And then I started getting to it later in the episode, and he brought that part up. And he's like, you know, Pastor told me you didn't get kicked out, and I was like, I didn't get. I, look, I don't know what y'all call it, but <laughs> if somebody told me I cannot come back somewhere and I cannot return, if I'm a member of something and they say you can't come back, that's getting kicked out of my eyes. I don't know which one to call it: exile, banish, pick a word, any word. You know, and for me, I was like that. That no. I got kicked out. I remember him doing sitting on my couch and telling me I can't come back. And he like, you know, Pastor said that's not true. Like, Pastor said that, you know what I'm saying? That's a lie, because I was literally told I can't come back. Like, I, that's what I was told to my face. I cannot come back. In my mind, that's getting kicked out. You know, we went back and forth about that. And you call my pastor a liar. I was like, no. But I'm saying if he said that, then yes. Because <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not I'm not calling, you know, Pastor a liar. Uh I would call him a liar. I was just saying, like, if he said that, then yes. Because that man looked me in my, well, not, not my past, but my youth pastor looked me in my face and said, you cannot come back. That's getting kicked out in my eyes. And I was like, and he was like, well, Webster Dictionary says a lie is intentionally deceiving. And I was like, bro, we ain't got time for none of that. <laughs> I was like, I said, I said, if this is the truth, and this is, a, and this is not the truth, what do we call it? Well, Webster's Dictionary said, if this is the truth, and this is not what do we call it? Webster Dictionary. If this is the truth, <laughs> and this is not what do we call it? You feel me? Like I ain't got oh, <laughs> You know, I ain't had time to go back for it about go back and forth about all that. But um, we we finally moved on from that. Like, honestly, it, we were going around a big circle, so we finally moved on from that. And, you know, then he addressed how I said I got kicked out, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, bro, did you even watch what I said? Like, I should have asked him because he's talking about. A part in the episode where I said I got kicked out. I talk about it later. I'm like, did you even watch what I said? Literally, did you watch my part? Because in my part, I literally state, you know, me and my me and my youth pastor kind of we started getting into it and kind of snowball and eventually led me led to me getting kicked out of my church. And that's what I said. He said I gave no context, but I literally gave context later on. Out of respect for him, they tried to protect his image, I can only go some details of what he told me that bless most of our applications. I ain't do it here either. I'm not gonna do that. Because yeah. that makes him look bad. Because there are people there are people who will watch this who know who he is. And that's not my goal is to make him look bad. He's a good man. He is. I just didn't agree with something how he talked to me. That's all. That's gonna be my only problem with him. It's something that he did I don't agree with. The way he talked to me I didn't agree with. That's about it. Overall, he's a good man. I say I respect him. Uh, so I'm just gonna move on from that. Um and so, which way, basically, we went in a big circle. We're about the podcast, about whether I kicked out or not, because I was not seeing what the problem was. You're coming at me for what Isaiah has said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Isaiah. My name is James. His name is Isaiah. 
Oh my god. We don't have the same mama. We don't have the same man. We we have the same father in heaven. Amen. But not on this earth. Amen. We ain't the same. I ain't his twin mother. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at y'all. I'm just cracking jokes. For real. Like, you, that, I'm telling y'all what I was thinking in my head. Cause I'm literally just like, just, like, I had yet to see what I did wrong. You're talking about Isaiah and how I agree with what Isaiah said. When, how is that my problem? He said it. You're mad at me for what Isaiah has said, what Isaiah has done to y'all. Controversial Isaiah. <laughs> you know, he, did, he did bring it up. He did say, you know, I'm associated with Isaiah. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, once again, he says that, not me. We're not the same person. Our beliefs are not identical. What he says, sometimes I agree with, sometimes I don't. And that's okay. I don't have to agree with his boy, come out his boy mouth. He's like, well, you agree with me on this and on this. And I'm just like, okay, bro. Like, once again, I, I yet to see what I've done. <laughs> like, hell, I, I, I yet to see it. And, you know, yeah, finally the meeting came to an end. Well, I say it was just a big circle. It was just a big circle. It was arguing about the podcast. I, my stance was we do it because we believe God put them on our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him I'm sure we help people. Like, I don't see how it hurts to call the price. I even told him, you know, there's multiple ways to serve the Lord. Yeah. Like, that's, it's just that simple. And, you know, his, he was still stuck on it. It makes the church look bad. It makes uh, some people in the church look bad, so on and so forth. And basically, some of the whole meeting, we went back and forth about our stuff. But ultimately, what he wanted from me, he wanted me to go apologize to my former, he wanted me to go apologize to my former youth pastor mm. and my former pastor. Mm, sound familiar. And I was just like, for, for, for what? What like I'm apologizing for telling my testimony from several years ago. I'm apologizing for talking about my experiences from years years ago. That's what I'm apologizing for. That made no sense to me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but he told me you uh you have some Sunday night or whatever to get it done. Mm, like, sound familiar. And I was like. Who? <laughs> Who is it you are? <laughs> like, bro, what? You give me an ultimatum to apologize? Now, don't go for Bill here. Wow. I said, I got an ultimatum win to apologize, bro? That literally makes no sense. How do I apologize in your time? It's <laughs> not familiar. It really do. And so I left that meeting like, okay, what? This is why I, I was so heated when I left. Because basically, we spent 30 minutes going in a big circle. I spent 30 minutes trying to defend the podcast I participate on. I spent 30 minutes defending my boy over here with what he's saying to my problem. And ultimately, you owe me a apologize about something that happened years ago. Wow. And so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to y'all this text message. Uh, I sent him that same night. That same night. And I think, honestly, it's so, it subs up. Oh, wait, no. It's in my... I take screenshots of things I can you. I got screenshots of everything. Keep your receipts. I keep my receipts. I learned my lesson. Oh, where's my phone? <laughs> I, I keep my receipts. And so this is this is a text message I sent to him. It's it uh as they don't hear July 10th. I sent him this text message. And honestly, this sums up about if if, if they want to say I got a problem with the church, I have no issue with the church, but this sums up, I guess, where me and the church we we disagree. I said, I have a serious question, blank. I ain't gonna say his name. That's been on my mind all day. And I know I should leave well enough alone, 
but I don't blindly do anything. I already told you that. I don't blindly do anything. I said, so I forgave blank without him ever approaching me and even attempting to apologize. I also forgave blank without him ever attempting to apologize to me, but I have apologized to them for speaking the truth. I don't understand why the onus is always on me to make things right when they're in leadership and never attempted to make things right. If I know what it says in Matthew 5, then they certainly do. So I'm not understanding how they don't have the same responsibility. Did I miss a clause in either of those verses that exclude leadership from righting their wrongs? It just all seemed hypocritical to me because the onus has always been on the person not in leadership to fix the problem. I say, you can see this as an attack. These are genuine questions I have because I want to understand, and as of right now, I don't. Now, though, like I said in that message, those were genuine questions I had. Like, truly, I just didn't, I don't understand how, you know, I'm wrong because I didn't go apologize to them. When I was gone for four years, Yeah. when I came back, I forgave them. They never became apologized to me. Wait, you were gone for four years? Mm -hmm. I came out 2017. I came back, well, three years. I came back 2020. I came back 2020. It was that long? Yeah. Dang. I thought it was like a year or two. No, it was a minute. It was a hot minute. Oh, you think it, it actually was a minute because, like, I was, you know, I was like, yeah, you, you think it was a year or two because I did come back a couple times. I would come back and leave again. Like, I came back for one, literally. I, I, now, this, I walked in. And I, I, I legit walked into a class supposed to be in. I saw a man that had disrespected me. The first time he ever, <laughs> the first time he saw me, he told me I was on drugs, and he knew I was. When anybody who knows me knows, I'm not a drug dude. That ain't my thing. He said, "I know you're on drugs." I was complete. I was not on drugs whatsoever. He said, "I know your type. You know my type." <laughs> like, he was just talking reckless. And so I saw him teaching his class. Wow. I said, I had my girlfriend with me. I had her hand. We opened that door. I, I looked at him. He said, hi, James. I closed the door. <laughs> I pulled the door closed, turned around, got back in the car and went my butt home. <laughs> no. I was, not putting, I was not putting up with that. I was not putting up with that. Uh, no, I, no, I, re I refuse to put up with that. So, yeah, that's what I did. I, I looked at him and said, hey, James. I said, whoop. Baby, let's go get up. We get up out of here. I, I went my butt back home. Um... But yeah, I did come a couple times throughout the years, but I never stayed for a long time. I just, like I said, I didn't feel right there. But um, back to back to where I was. Um, so right after that meeting, Isaiah saw me. I stormed, I stormed out. He, he don't know what's going on. He like he said he called me. I told him I want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it right now. I said talk to you later. Beep beep beep. I hung up in his face. I was I was hot yeah, man. He did. But I was in my head. It's a song by I think Charles Jenkins. He'll, he'll make it. All right. While in that car, he'll make it. <laughs> you know, I had to praise the Lord, boy, because I, oh man, I was trying. And so, um, finally, I called him back, told him what happened. And actually, we hung out that day. Uh, me and Isaiah hung out, and um, the whole day was on my mind. You know, the whole day. Just think about that whole situation. Like, first of all, you coming at me about something Isaiah did. I didn't even do it. Uh, you come me for about stuff he say, not me. Then you want me to apologize for something that happened years ago. Um, not only that, you gave me a day to do it. Like, oh, 
<laughs> you gave me a day to do it. Like I'm not a puppet. Um, I don't do I don't do things on anybody's time. You know, I I, I believe that if, if I'm going to pot out somebody, I have to mean it with my whole heart. Same for me. And so I prayed about it that whole day. I pray. I got counsel from people. I got counsel from people inside the church, out of the church, my family. Uh, I got counsel from other people and the preachers. I, I got counsel. I just prayed and just prayed. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel led to do so. I didn't. I did not feel led to apologize. My heart was at peace already. I was at peace situation, and I'm just like, why would God give me peace about something if it was unresolved? Yeah. So in my heart, I didn't. I didn't feel it. But what I forgot, what I forgot to. I don't know how I forgot to say this. What he told me was, if I didn't apologize in that one day time frame. I was going to lose my my participation in the ministry I was serving in. That well, I'm afraid that I wasn't actually a part of the ministry. I was helping out. But he said I would, I would lose that ability to help out in that ministry. And I, the ministry I was in, I cared about deeply. I hadn't missed a it basically the same, same yeah same, same ministry he was in. Yeah, and I had not missed a day of it. I had not missed. I didn't came hurt. I came with a bad infection that ruined my whole vacation. I, I truly, I, I I truly cared, and so part of me was like, man, just just do it, just just do it, just do it to do it. And I was like, you know, I, I want to do what's right, you know. And so when it came to my my youth pastor, you know, um, I had I was told, you know, I went to forgive him. This is the way he took it. I forgave him. I didn't apologize to him. Now once again, like I already said, he didn't apologize to me. But I was like, okay, I already halfway did it. I might as well complete the full circle. And so that's what I did. I went to him and doing the invitation. I apologized to him and I left it at that. So that was one down. I, I never went to part out to my pastor. I didn't feel led to. I didn't feel led to do the first one either. That was just something I was just like, why not? You know, it's just if if I don't feel led to do something, I'm not going to do it just to make somebody happy. I believe when you're dealing with stuff like apologies and forgiveness, you got to mean it wholeheartedly. Because yeah. if you don't mean it, you, you're not doing it. You're just talking. And I, at that point, I I didn't, I know I wouldn't mean it. I wasn't led to do it. My heart was at peace already. I was already at peace with how I felt. I felt like the situation is said and over with. I forgave them in my heart. You know, and I just felt like here I am apologizing to somebody well, I don't feel like I have to I feel like I should and you know I, I was actually I was going to apologize to my pastor I was going to apologize to my pastor but uh, what happened I was sitting at home I was praying about it um, actually in between services this is actually before I apologized to my youth pastor I was praying about it and you know I was just like maybe I should do it just, just to get over with just so I can still help in this ministry I should do it and then I, I thought to myself, James, what are you saying? You about to apologize to somebody to stay in a ministry not because you mean it? They were how I was raised. And so I was like, nah, what am I saying? And so I apologized to my youth pastor. Yeah, and I walked back up to the balcony. And, and, and on my heart for the last two days had been a sermon I wrote a long time ago, months ago before this happened. I had wrote a sermon and I, I titled it Above or Below. 
And that's and it was just about following God and doing what pleases God, not pleases man. No matter what pressure man put on you to follow what God wants you to do. And I didn't feel like God led me to apologize. So ultimately I didn't. I didn't. Uh I met with him that Wednesday, I believe, and he you know he told me like you know, you, you did one out of two. Uh, you had multiple chances to apologize to the pastor, but you chose not to. So, like I told you, you can't be part of ministry anymore. And I was just like, okay. You know, like, honestly, I was. I, I, did, I did say, okay, because that's his right as that director of that. Uh, he had that prerogative. He had that authority. So I said, okay. I would have wanted to argue about it. Did I agree? No, I did not. I think it was completely bogus. But just make that clear, I was already gone too. Yeah, he's already out the church. Yeah, uh, I thought I, was gone. I, I thought it was completely bogus. <laughs> but like I said, he had that's his prerogative, that's his right, that's his part of his duty. Uh, we talked about a lot more than me. I don't remember. I think we just kept going back and forth about what we went back and forth about the first time, and we kind of disagreed, disagree about it. And so I remember walking to the church, and I just went to the I went I went to the bathroom, went into the restroom. I kind of I, I ain't gonna lie. Now, this is how y'all should know I'm being real with you. I don't really, I don't really talk about this too much. I ain't, I ain't too much of a cry. You feel me? I don't, I, I just, I don't, I'm not a cry. I don't know why. But that, I, I went through when I actually cried. Because like I said, I, I love that ministry. I, I I love going out, serving the Lord through that ministry. I love just being around uh, the people in that ministry. And have it taken away from the stupidest that it was, it was heartbreaking. You know, and I cried. I just like I was in the restroom right before church. I'm just like, Lord, what do you want from me? You know, I'm just like, what more can I do? Mm. I stayed quiet. I didn't say nothing about nobody. I didn't call no trouble. I've been back to the church. Now I'm in trouble for nothing. Absolutely nothing for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, what more can I do? I was like, I'm I'm playing by their rules. I'm following their rules. I'm being, I'm fitting in the box they want me to fit in. I'm still in trouble. Like, what more can I do? So I, I was discouraged. And everybody noticed it. Uh, everybody noticed it, especially my close friends, they noticed. Like I said, I was there Sunday, Wednesday. I, I was definitely going somewhere on Thursdays no more. But I was there Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. And my, all my close friends noticed. Slowly, it became no Wednesdays, just Sundays. And slowly, it became no Wednesdays just Sunday morning or Sunday night one or the other not both then slowly became just Wednesdays so the, my attendance dropped my dress dropped I went from wearing my suit to wearing sweatpants t-shirts every time I just didn't have that I don't I can't explain it I just didn't want to dress up like I don't know I can't explain it I just didn't want to I was discouraged so I guess a way to explain it you know, I was just like, man, like, here I am again. The same situation I was in years ago. Sad, don't want to be here. Isaiah gone. <laughs> you know, like Isaiah gone, he's visiting church. I'm trying to find where God want him at. And, you know, I'm kind of just here, just just here. You know, I'm, I'm just here trying to uh, trying to stay happy and surround, surround myself with good people, which I did. And skip forward a little bit more, because that's how it went for the next few weeks. I was just drifting, like, I ain't know what to do no more. Kind of feel like I lost my purpose a little bit. And then um skip forward to this week. This week, yeah, sorry on Sunday. <clears throat> now Isaiah didn't talk about this. I don't know why he didn't talk about it. Part of his story. But um 
Well, I wanted you to get your story so we can like combine okay. two together. Well, in that case, I let, I'm, I'm going to hand it back over and start combining the story because this is where they merge together right here. Mm-hmm. They merge. Go ahead. All right. So, um, as he said, like he was shifting away. Well, it comes down to like, I believe it was last week. Mm-hmm. Last week. Yeah. So last week, uh, me and James were hanging out. I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry, I have like just like when it comes down to recent stuff, I don't remember until like it's weird. Come come month later. I don't know why. It's weird, bro. So like I have to think extra hard. Like I remember stuff I think I only remember stuff that's like very big and like impacting my life and really has affected my life. But other than that, I don't really like remember stuff that's like small. But I don't know if we were hanging out Saturday or It was a Sunday. Wait. What are you talking about? Did we not hang out Saturday and then Went because we did DoorDash. Oh yeah, me and you. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, we worked. We hung. We hung like that whole week. So yeah. So like yeah, we 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 did DoorDash together Saturday, and James was talking a little bit about how the way he he doesn't know where God wants him and stuff like that. And so I don't know. Did I encourage you to go to my? Uh, no. I was no. just like okay. I don't I don't know. And so I, no, I didn't. Encourage him. No, what what happened was I was just like I don't I really I like I told myself I don't know like I'm I'm trying to to soldier on but I I can't I don't want to like I I don't have it in me like that church took the fight out of me when I, when I came out the first time this time I came back trying to submit didn't work yeah so if you submit it don't work yeah so, so I'll, I'll go ahead, go ahead. And, so like, and so what happened was we were talking about it and you know and I, I had knew he had been going to a, a church. And I had went to a, a, a when I was out of church a lot of years ago. Oh, that's okay. So it's a, I remember it was a good church. I was just sitting there, you know, and I was just like, "You going to church tomorrow?" He said, "Yeah." <laughs> and I was like, "Cool, uh, bet I might go with you or something." And he was like, "Yeah, I do remember that." You said it like before you got the car. Yeah, yeah. I, said, I might go with you. I said, I, I said he was like, "Okay, uh, let me know." I said, "Okay," I said, "I'm not sure." So I'm not sure. I said because I, I might go to go to church. I said, I'm not sure though. I said, it just really depends how, how I feel when I wake up, like where my heart is. Like, it depends. And so he said, okay. Yeah. And so, um, so like, so we went to church that Sunday morning, went there and stuff. And, and mind you, I was, I've been going, it was like my second or third time going there. And so, because mind you, I was still looking for a church, another church home. Um, I felt like God was just leading me to step out by faith, like I said earlier in the story. And, which yeah, I did. And so I was looking for a church home. I went to a church in Irving and that church was good, but some of the stuff they were saying, I, I just didn't see myself wanting to stay there. Cause I was not just thinking about um, what's good for me, but I was thinking about my future, you know, with me being with a girl and probably Lord willing next year, they don't get married, you know, want to have kids in the future and stuff like that. I was thinking about what would be best for my future, what would be best for my kids, and what would be best for me to grow spiritually and grow more or better as a Christian. And so, uh, and I think if you look at my profile, my private social media profile, which is not even private, it's public, but if you look at it, you'll see within that month, this month, you'll see a shift change in my profile. And you'll see that it's not really controversial anymore. It's more... Um, Talking about, you know, my experience going to a church or talking about, you know, positive things or like something funny and stuff. So you see the shift in my po- in my my uh, my profile just because like, you know, I didn't know where I was at in life. I really didn't. But I just knew God would lead me out to step out by faith. So um, 
we so it was like my second second or third time going to the to the church that I was attending. I might even tell you what the spot is because this is where the story really gets messy. Yeah. And I don't I don't, I feel uncomfortable trying to tell what specific place is at because just because, you know, with people doing the stuff they're doing now, it gets messy. Really messy. So um so so yeah, we went we I picked them up. I got my music on. I got my black gospel mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm saying, I can't feel the presence. <laughs> I'm gonna get my blessing right now. You know, I'm over here singing. You know, I'm got my nice little hat on, my suit mm-hmm. on. I'm gonna bob my head. James over there. Oh, so speaking of suits, actually, that was the first time in I don't know how long I woke up, put my suit on, and go to church. Yeah, and so I'm over here. Having a good Sunday and stuff like because like, lately at that church like I would really like I've been I actually fell in love with the preaching there very expository mm-hmm. and uh, the preacher like it, it, oh let me like make it clear it is an independent fundamental Baptist King James only traditional yeah. all that so so don't be thinking oh he done drifted away he fall away he going to a modern contemporary church now I got some of that at the end but y'all ain't gonna like it but. I'm gonna tell y'all, but so I, I've been going to nature and like the pastor is very genuine, very sweet. Mm-hmm. The people there are just loving and compassion. Now, don't get me wrong, my former church, there's people there that are loving and compassion. <laughs> so don't, so don't get it twisted. Don't be thinking that oh, you, you're singing, we're not loving and compassion. We did everything for you. Trust me, there's loving, and compassionate people and people that you know that love me still, still loves me and still wants to see the best for me. All right, so. We go there and stuff like that. And so after that, me and James, we all hang out uh, at his own house, which is fun. It's like oh, really man. funny. Yeah, I love, I love her. <laughs> she is funny. She's funny. We watched the movie and stuff like that. And then we ran into a couple of Steven Anderson folks there at his own house, which is, um, that's another day, yeah. another time. So after that, we go back to church Sunday night. Well, mind you, we still got friends at our former church, okay? That we still talk to, still associate with, and stuff like that. And so, mind you, when you leave a church and I left off on good terms, which he, I think it gets into the update of the last update. Because I did say I had an issue with some people. And the reason why I had an issue with some people is because I felt like at the meeting that we had, I'm sorry, I'm going all, all over the place, but I got to go back. Let me take a step back. The meeting that we, I had with the person at Let Me the Christ and who was running the ministry I was in. Um, I did not like the fact that he went behind my back talking to James about me whenever, without ever coming up to me or telling me he had a problem or calling me or messaging me about saying he had a problem with what I said on the podcast. Never mention it. Never mention it when I was in that meeting. Ever. And it's kind of funny that he used the same method that I got upset and I said I dreaded coming to church and I'm scared of y'all. So that put two to two together that's one of the similarities that you see is the stories combined together at this point because he's telling him you got to this day to apologize to such and such and i'm telling him i dread coming to church because y'all hang ministry on my head and they're doing the exact same thing to him i should tell you something so um after something we went back sunday night 
and the preaching was good and I was in mm. good spirit. I love I like I'm telling you, I was happy. I was getting that that momentum back. And James saw it, like I was getting happy again. I was getting that fire back. And I'm like, yes, I'm like I'm happy. Like I'm saying it's peaceful here, no drama, nothing, just peaceful. So I uh, I'm all happy and stuff like that. Well then we go pick up our we go inside the, I, uh, we go and swing by the church to go pick my friend, which she, she was a girl. Now, this is where it starts getting messy. So I go inside and I'm looking for her and we're looking for the other people that's supposed to be coming with us to go hang um, to go eat at a restaurant. And so I, I can feel when I'm walking inside, I felt something was off. Like something was off. Like people were acting weird. Like they were kind of acting like something something was just off. Something was not there. And so I felt kind of awkward because people weren't like saying hi or anything. They kind of was just distant from me. So I'm like, okay, that's awkward. But I went up to my friends. Oh, hey, hey, I'm ready. Just give me a couple minutes. Okay, all right, cool. And so I'm just sitting there waiting. So I said, well, I said, let me go. And so I went up to the balcony. I said hi to a couple uh, members that I love dearly. And so I said hi to them. And then I said, y'all ready? And so we went out, we went out and walked out. Uh, two people that were there kind of really didn't say nothing to us, kind of mean muggers. They, they were definitely mean muggers. Yeah, they were mean muggers. And then the guy who I who I had an issue with in the past, basically who led me to Christ, who we who's been referred in the story plenty of time, uh, saw me. We all walked into the car, and we opened the car door for her, and she sat in the back. Me and James sat in the front, and. I get in the car and he's mean mugging us. Mm-hmm. Like he's mean, mean mugging. mugging us hard. Just mean mugging. Like he's mean mugging us. I'm I like, smiled at him. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And so now here's one of the things at that church that they have a rule, and I believe it's a rule, and mainly in IFB. They say you can't be by yourself with a girl, and a girl cannot be with two guys because it doesn't look right. Abstain from the appearance of all evil. I'm just going to say this. Uh, my mother didn't raise me like that uh, you know i grew up in that environment but she just never raised me like that i never saw why it was an issue um that's just one of their standards that they uphold to i never saw the issue but mind you i wasn't a member of that church anymore so it, it didn't that that issue to me didn't really matter anymore <laughs> yeah me I, i'm the same way i i grew up co-ed my whole childhood i played football with girls yeah all that like it to me it wasn't that big of a big deal because my mama taught me, you know, how to act around girls. I, yeah, I don't. And it's kind of funny, which I'm not going to get in there. It's a totally different subject. But, um, but yeah, so like it was kind of it was kind of weird, you know, that you know, they were me mugging us and stuff. And uh, some of them had a problem with her being by herself and with two guys, and they made a big deal out of it. Which I grew up in public school. And so, basically, in public school, you just don't have those issues. You know, you know how to behave. You know how to treat a woman. Don't treat her with disrespect. Don't do anything that is going to lead you into trouble or anything. So, basically, I didn't see any problem. Plus, I have a girlfriend, and she knows we hang out. And so, it's not like I was going to do anything. That's the thing I don't get that, you know, they make so much of a big deal over. Because, really, the way they say it's paying for the appearance of all evil. No, it's to y'all personally. It just evolves y'all, cause y'all think the worst. Exactly. People out in the world, they don't even think nothing of it. Like it's nor it's the normal. So, so it's they, normal. They, they wouldn't blink twice about it. Yeah, they wouldn't even like. You saw you saw the guy. What a girl. 
going to hell. <laughs> you wouldn't see that. Like, I'm serious. You wouldn't. But with, with that movement and that environment, that's just how it is. So we go to IHOP and stuff like that. And we all hanging out. We all having a good time. I'm telling my day that about what's going on. Like, God, I, I, I'm so happy. And I'm like, you know, I'm just telling how I learned so much at church. And and I'm just excited. I was just blessed. I was just saying, like, this is what I learned in the preaching and stuff like that. And for the first time in quite some time, I'm explaining, like, hey, the preacher was preaching on this. The preacher was preaching on that. They were telling me they're preaching and stuff like that. But they left out a small part that went down. <laughs> they left out a small part. I'm going to get into that. But um, talking about... Um, you know how how um and i'm sorry like i told you this is gonna be long so like i said we want to give you the full story the full story full truths stuff that we did wrong stuff that they did wrong so you give me a full truth so basically uh we're going so like so basically we just talking about our day and talking about how how sunday is and stuff and how they learn so much at church and stuff like that so we're just going and i look on my phone now i see a message like a post and it's a post from the former church that I attended, and it's a member that's ranting on there trying to say, "Is it wrong to steal, <clears throat> steal sheep from uh, steal steal sheep from a uh, from a church and stuff?" And I'm like, "What? Like, okay, that's kind of weird. It's kind of awkward. Then why would they post something out there? And they ran. These were the ones that were kind of me mugging us in a way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of like, okay, I know they don't have nothing to do with us." And so, and so I was kind of like off a little bit. I'm like, that's awkward. And so then I see another post and I, I'm trying to remember the other post. The other post was something along the lines saying that. I'm not his friend on Facebook. Saying long lines like such as um, something about church or something. I don't even remember. And I don't want to come on here and like assume something, but it said something about the church or something like that. And so, and so I'm like, okay, that that's weird. So then when we're about to leave, we're about to walk outside and, you know, we're talking and stuff like that. And we were going to talk a little bit longer. Um, her father calls and we're trying to, you know, like she, he was just kind of upset, I guess, and for some reason. And so we we decided, like, okay, let's just all go home and stuff like that. So we took her home and stuff. Then I said, well, you just tell me what's going on and, um, and uh, we can, uh, and so, like, just tell me what's going on later. And stuff like that. Well, supposedly, she got a, her father got a phone call from a member inside church that was mean mugging us. And basically was saying that, you know, uh, have you seen, like, you know, do you know who your daughter's hanging out with and stuff like that? And, and he said, yeah, such and such and James. And he like, well, do you know it's Isaiah? I'm like, he's like, Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. Then it gets bigger, and he like, well, have you seen the stuff on social media that he's been saying and stuff like that? And you shouldn't, you shouldn't, and then that's all I know. So I was kind of, I was kind of upset with that. <laughs> I wasn't kind of, I was upset. Yeah, there ain't no condo about it. <laughs> I was mad because I felt like in a way like, okay, what is going on? So you, you like you're assuming stuff and you're assuming the words. You're assuming that I'm gonna like, and this is the same guy that was posting this stuff that kind of just brought speculation. So I'm putting two to two together. I'm like, 
Second thing, like I'm trying to steal people from the church. <laughs> I've only been attending a church for like a week or two. You thinking that I'm stealing people from the church? Because James came with me. And like I didn't force James to go. He asked. That was it. Like I, what I'm gonna say? No. No. Go 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 to that church. You know? No. I'm gonna, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and go. Like I didn't. I never. One thing that if you're watching, I know former church members are and the people that are inside the church. Are definitely probably gonna be watching this. Um, like I said, like I, I never promoted anybody to leave a church. Never promoted. You can ask James. You can ask those people that I associate with. I never ever promote anybody to leave a church. I left on my own conviction. I left because it, I felt like it was the will of God. And lo and behold, you know, when I left, I found peace. I found happiness. I found joy. I, I really uh, uh, decided, you know, I started learning inside church. I started growing in church. So I, I was happy. I didn't have no issue. Uh, so, so then um, I, I snapped. And I sent him a, <laughs> sent him a long dick. And when I talked to this guy, he told me if I always had art with him, talk to him as soon as possible. Well, I like to wait and wait a little longer and stuff like that. And wait till, like, you know, I make peace until I calm down. I won't say anything that I regret. Well, I'm over here just saying, you're a backstabber. You got you fake. I'm just going at it. I'm just, you this, you that, you that. I'm just mad because. I felt like I felt betrayed. If you know me, I take friendship loyal. Like I take it like serious. Like if you're my friend, I expect you to be loyal. You know. Now, if you've done something wrong, I'm gonna tell you, and and hopefully you make it right. That's just how I am. So I take friendship very serious. Like if you loyal, you loyal. But if you're not, keep it, keep it walk, keep stepping. You know, because I don't got time for fakeness. I don't got time for for fake people that just you know. Pick and choose and and come and go. Oh, no, I don't got time for that. Bye. You know that's who I am. That's, that's serious. If you loyal to me, I'm loyal to you. If you do something wrong, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna just call it out. Um, same thing with James. And you know, James knows it. Like obviously, you heard in the story. I got on to him for something that he did. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you know, and that's the thing. It, it go both ways. Yeah. It go, I, I, remember, I remember months ago somebody accused Isaiah of saying something. He did. Now he did say it. Now they just. They misconstrued it to make him look bad. Yeah, I mean, we are we are all out as a group of friends. Then he popped up, popped his head, and he walk in. <laughs> he he, he, he was sit down, have some a good time. I, hey, I didn't catch you outside. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did, and he said and he talked to me, and uh, we got that all reconciled and rationalized. And oh, also that's the time where I ended up having to talk to the same guy that. Mm-hmm. And he made it show my head, told me he didn't like race. He, he wouldn't allow race talking in the ministry and stuff. And I said, okay, show ministry, let, let it be and stuff like that. So, yeah. And also, I got to go back. I got to go back. I'm sorry. But we missed one small part. After I talked to my former <clears throat> pastor and this guy at that meeting, uh, a couple weeks went by, we went to TGI Friday with a group of friends at the church. And some two people were saying some stuff that was very disrespectful toward a friend of mine and I got up and I said that's wrong you shouldn't ever say that and stuff eventually I ended up talking to that friend and telling that friend like hey I just want to let you know this went on and this was said and stuff I defended you and stuff like that let it be he went and told uh, um, uh, a head leader inside the church that got debunked and basically the person inside that leadership basically said uh 
got on to him and said, where you got this information from? And basically said that he got it from such and such, me and my girlfriend, and basically sat there and said, oh, you going to listen to them? They out of college, and uh, he's out of college, and he he's out of the will of God, and just went on a rant. And saying you gonna listen to her, she really she just got saved. You talking about leadership, guys? This this is leadership that's saying this stuff. And so, and so I end up waiting for like a month or two. I think I did it, Nana. Yeah, maybe.